welcome to episode 6 of That's All I Know, the podcast for the perpetually curious. I'm Danielle. Each week I'm doing a bit of research, doing a bit of chatting. This week with my mum again. Good evening. Evening. <laughs> Alright then, clue time. Clue time. Mm-hmm. Obviously I'll never get them, but I'll try. You might get this one. Alright. Your clue is the most expensive parking ticket in London. Hmm. So my first thought is somewhere in Mayfair or something like that. That there's a I don't know, there's been something parked somewhere. I don't think I know any stories about the most expensive parking ticket though. Mm. So I mean that's it's a bit of a misleading clue. <laughs> oh is it? Okay. Uh yeah, no idea. We're talking about twenty Fenchurch Street. Do you know what that is? No. That's the walkie talkie. AKA the ugliest building in London. Okay, right, okay, fair enough. Now, I was talking to my friend Mars, who saw some of the like things about it, and it reminded me of how ridiculous the building is as a whole. Right. So, let's see, do you remember stuff about expensive parking? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Something is coming back to me. The walkie-talkie... Sunshine, reflection, something of that ilk. We'll get to the deets later. <laughs> right, okay. Something is coming to me, yeah. So I'll start you off with some stats. You like some numbers? I do. So it's 38 stories high. Why 38 though? Mm. Why not 40? Now I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Mm. So it's 38 stories. Three of them are the Sky Garden. Mm, lovely. It's 160 metres tall. Oh, that's nice and right. It yeah. was going to be 200, but they had to scale it down because it would be too intrusive, basically. Really? And like... It's not now. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but they said it would block views of uh, St. Paul's in the Tower of London and stuff like that. Yeah. So they were like, just make it a little bit smaller. That's quite a lot, 40 metres. Yeah. Is it feet or metres, did you say? Metres. Metres. Okay. Um, we don't deal with feet because then Noah doesn't talk to us. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was approved in 2006 and it was completed in the spring of 2014. Okay, another long one. Ages, ages. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sky Garden opened in January 2015. Yeah. Now it was delayed, which is part of why it took so long, because there was a public inquiry into it. Did you know that? No, me neither. What kind of public inquiry? There was a public inquiry into like the concerns on the impact of the surroundings and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and stuff about the views and conservation areas and stuff like that. I mean, there are some absolutely lovely places around there. And you mm. know, when you've got just up the road from there, Lednor Market, which is like ancient as they come, and it's got all of its features and... Yeah. This, that and the other. And then you've got this monstrosity next to it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there was, even though there was that inquiry so it was delayed a bit, it did still get planning permission in 2007. Mm. So it still took like seven years to build. Yeah. Ages. Ages, yeah. Um, The public inquiry wasn't ever really going to get anywhere though, to be fair to the developers. It was right. a bit of a waste of everyone's time. 
because one of their arguments was that it was blocking the Tower of London. But Tower Bridge already does that. Like, there's loads of other stuff near the Tower of London that's taller than the walkie-talkie. Well, yeah. Just the hotels. Um, I think they're hotels or office buildings above where the station, Tower Hill station is. Yeah. Do you know behind there? Like, yeah. They're going to block it as well. Yeah. That was one of their arguments. Mm. Um, they talked about blocking St Paul's as well. And there are protected views of the Tower of London and St Paul's, which basically means that nothing that's too tall is allowed to be built in the path of them. Mm. And they were worried about the walkie-talkie getting in the way of that. The problem with that is that by the time this inquiry was going on, the cheese grater was already approved. Uh, what was going to be the Helter Skelter, which doesn't exist, mm. that was approved at the time, though. Um, Heron Tower was approved, NatWest Tower, the Gherkin, they were already built. Yeah. And all of them are taller than the walkie-talkie. Yeah. So they couldn't really argue that that was going to block the views when none of them did. You're not a fan of the Gherkin, are you? No, I quite like it. I quite like it. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. It don't look it's... it don't look sort of threatening or overpowering, does it? It looks quite oh lovely. No, you know, exactly. It's, it's like, like the shape of it, the glass, you know, rather than, you know, loads of metal looking sort of nonsense, mm. yeah. Yeah. It's one of the ones that's sort of quirky but not in an offensive way. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't I don't like the cheese grater. Well no one does. No. Mm. Um yeah, the inquiry also said just it's too tall. Fair enough. Um, some of the others, uh, some of the other buildings in the same area that were either approved or had started building by that time mm. had had to be cut down a bit to be approved. Um, so they could kind of use them as sort of backup for their argument. Yeah. Um, but most of the ones that had to be cut down for that reason were because they were worried about cranes and planes oh okay and they still ended up being taller than the walkie-talkie was ever planned to be Mm. so to say that the walkie-talkie was too tall not a chance yeah um and all of these ones are all in like a 500 meter square yeah so if one of them's a problem then really all of them should have been a problem (laughs) yeah definitely uh, the real reason, really, was just that it's really ugly. <laughs> and they don't want it there. But I don't think that really gets results in public inquiries. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, they ended up ruling in the developers' favour and it went ahead with that 40 metre cut, but it was allowed to be built. Yeah. So the designer yeah. is Raphael Vignoli. Okay. He is from Uruguay. Yeah. He studied architecture in Argentina. Um, he started his first firm in 1964 mm. with a few others. I think there was five others that yeah. he started it with. Um, and his first one, just on his own, he started in 1983. Okay. He, at the minute, has six offices in four countries. He's got two here. I think two in America. Maybe one in Dubai? Hmm. I didn't write that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, he's won like loads of awards and titles and blah blah blah. He is a fellow of the American Institute of Architects. Okay. And he's an international fellow of the Royal Institute of British Architects. Okay. It's quite a mouthful. Yeah. Um, so he's a fancy pants, basically. Has he ever won the Ribber gold medal? The what? That's what it's called, Ribber, isn't it? Royal Institute of British Architects. He's never won the medal? <laughs> Not that I saw. Oh, okay. But he did win an award for the walkie-talkie. Did he? What, worst building in London? Or? He won the Carbuncle Cup in 2015. What's that? So the Carbuncle Cup is awarded by Building Design Magazine. And it is awarded to the ugliest building in the United Kingdom completed in the last 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> bit like a rotten, was it Rotten Tomatoes, the films or something, innit? You get Rotten Tomato Awards or something, innit? What's it called? Uh, There's a, you know, for films, like instead of Oscars or whatever. Yeah, but isn't that just like normal people rating films? Oh, is it? Isn't there an award for us? There is an award one. What's the name of it now? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'll come to me later. Yeah. So he did win in 2015 for the ugliest building in the UK. Nice. <laughs> and I think it's warranted. Mm. Um, other winners include the Media City Building in Salford mm. and the Cutty Sark renovation. Really? Yeah. Oh, because of the thing attached to the the boat, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I did think that when we were in Greenwich. It looks a bit weird. I don't think it's necessarily that they thought that was really ugly. It's, it's that they sort of overlooked the history of the ship and actual restoration and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. In favour of, like, tourism. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that one for that. And it went up against five others in mm. 2015. They included uh, City Gateway, which is a postgrad halls of residence at the University of Southampton. Okay. It's nicknamed the Fagbot because mm. it looks like one. Right, okay. Um, there's the Whittle Building at Peterhouse College of University of Cambridge. That can't be a new building. Yeah, it's a new building. They're building there? Yeah. I thought they had enough buildings from, like, God knows how long ago. Well, this one is also student accommodation, and it's, like, one of them ones that's new but made to look old. Right. Like, I, I don't I don't think it's that ugly. Hmm. I, I think it's quite inoffensive. It just is, isn't old. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to pretend it is, I think. Yeah. And... The Wolf and Forest YMCA building. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there were two others as well. And they decided the walkie-talkie was the ugliest one. Mm. There were a surprising amount of uni buildings nominated for this award. I wonder why. I think they just... They either don't really care what halls look like. Or they try or and be they clever. try and be edgy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in winning this award, the chairman of the jury that decides the winner, he said, it is a challenge finding anyone who has something positive to say about this building. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I suppose they could have interviewed the architect. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he would have had something good to say about it. I'm I'm not certain. Well, if only I'm so happy with the funds that have gone in my account so I can have seven (laughs) offices in the world instead of six. (laughs) That's something positive to say about it. (sighs) The town planner at the Royal Town Planning Institute called the walkie-talkie a daily reminder never to let such a plan a disaster ever happen again. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really hold back, do they? They're just... Oh, they're slating it so much and I find it so funny. <laughs> um, like, the Carbuncle Cup doesn't exist anymore. Right. The last one was in 2018, but I love it. I Why really it wish stop, it still then? existed. <laughs> I don't actually know. I couldn't find that out. Hmm. But, yeah, they don't do it anymore, which I'm sure architects are pleased with that. But Of course they are. <laughs> I just think it's funny. So besides it being ugly, yeah, it does have actual problems. Um, the first of those, which I think it got criticised before, before it even opened, is that the Sky Garden was supposed to be London's highest public park. Yeah. Except it's not really public and it's not really a park. Okay, so foul foul. Yep. To go there, you have to book a 90-minute slot. You have to have photo ID. You're only allowed there until 6pm. And then it's only for paying customers of the bars and restaurants and stuff that are up there. Okay. So. It's only public if you've got money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... And it's really just like a load of stairs with like some fancy plants and like succulents and that sort of stuff in the middle. Mm. Like no one's using it in a way that they're using any other public park. Yeah. Um, and it was really only allowed to be built on the edge of a conservation area because of the Sky Garden. Mm. But it didn't do what it was supposed to do. Yeah. It was supposed to have like full-size trees and be a park so can't they make that happen or um i mean how big is it up there it's a park top three stories of the building it's got like all these stairs up either side and in the middle is all plant stuff so there's three stories of park yeah like not on top of each other but Mm. that area Mm. So it's not a park, it's really just a fancy viewing platform. Okay. But not even a good one. You can't see out properly? No, because at the top of the building there's so much metal. Yeah. You can't even really see that much. Yeah. One of the other problems it had, have you ever walked past there? I mean, I definitely have, because... I I mean, I don't, I don't prefer to be on foot around that area, as you know. So I definitely have, but I don't remember doing anything particular around there. So apparently, there's like a wind tunnel effect in front of it. Oh, okay. And it's apparently like quite a big problem with skyscrapers mm. um, because the air like hits it and just like gets pushed down and creates a wind tunnel at the bottom of it. Mm. Um, and like people have died because of it and stuff. What, that one? Not that one, but uh, other skyscrapers. Like there was a story that I read about a guy who got killed because a lorry tipped over and got crushed by a lorry. Mm. So that's a problem. 
it's a problem for the walkie-talkie as well. Mm. Even though it had wind assessments done during the planning. Mm-hmm. But the outcome of those assessments apparently led them to believe it would be fine. Okay. And it's not. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone's died there, but like people have been blown over and like, signs have been like blown off of shops and stuff like that. Okay. And the last one is soda glare. <laughs> so for up to two hours of the day, yeah. it's basically a concave mirror and focuses all the sunlight down onto the street in front of it. Or, like, the couple of streets in yeah. front of it. Like, that run parallel to the yeah. horizon. Yeah. In summer of 2013, mm-hmm. it's the year before it was finished, uh, they measured the light as being six times brighter than the sun. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and that was being focused onto the streets, and they measure temperatures of 117 degrees Celsius. Whew. Yeah. On the building or on the street? On the street. Whoa. And that is hot enough to cause damage to cars. Obviously, yeah. So it melted the dashboard of a van, um, and they had to pay like a grant to a bloke whose jack got melted. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it didn't get melted, but I think it was two panels that got mm, damaged. Mm. Um, so yeah, if you park there, some of your car's getting melted. That's crazy. So it was City AM. Did you ever read that? It was always them or the Metro. I'm going Metro. Yeah, I don't think they gave that out at the stations I was using. Yeah. City AM. Yeah. Well, it was them that reported on it. Right, okay. A lot. And they really latched onto it more than anyone else. Mm. It was them that measured the six times the sun. Um, They had a reporter go and fry an egg in a pan. (laughs) 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 I guess he had nothing better to do that day. Yeah. And they nicknamed it the Walkie Scorchy. (laughs) Okay. Which, I don't think is that good a nickname, but sure. Is it still like it now? Huh? Is it still like it now? No, not now. Right, because this is before it opened. Yeah. yeah. Um, they called it the Walkie Scorchy. Another newspaper called it the Fry Scraper, which is <laughs> much funnier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so instead of fixing it straight away, they suspended the parking bays that were affected. Okay. And they put up like temporary screens to stop it happening short term and eventually like in the areas of the building where it happens they've put like these shutters up in front of the glass so that it doesn't get reflected mm. um so that's their solution yeah yeah but yeah there's still the stories of the guy's car got melted and um i think it started a small fire what? at one point um it burnt a hole in a shop's doormat there was a cafe along the road or something um, where like it cracked the tiles outside. Like They had tiles on the floor outside yeah. the cafe and it cracked the tiles oh, and like, blistered the paint and stuff like that. Flipping heck. Yeah. Very hot. Very hot. Well, if you were one of the people sort of standing around there, you know, in those areas, like, you I must mean, have felt like you got sunstroke immediately. I suppose 
it's not going to happen immediately. So if you're that hot, you're going to move. But that's why they had to come up with a temporary solution so quickly. Because people are like, you're going to kill people with this building. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now there's a permanent fix. I mean, it's so hot today, I feel like we're standing under it right now. Yeah. Before they put the shutters on. Oh, it's at least 170 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) So Vignoli said that it was because they had to deviate from their plans. Right. Um, And he admitted that a lot of mistakes were made Mm. in the building of it. So I'm not sure he would have positive things to say. (laughs) Mm. But he and the developers agreed that the sun was too high. And that was the cause of it. So what are they proposing to do? It's the sun's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. Um, They also blamed global warming. It's not their fault, it's global warming's fault. Okay. But we're all Um, aware of that, so... Yeah, I think there's a lot of other buildings that get built that manage not to do that. Mm. Um, And he said he didn't realise it was going to be so hot. He said when he first came to London years ago, it wasn't like this. Now you have all these sunny days. Now, Raphael. When did he arrive? Because it's been hot for a really long time. It has been. And if you're building a building somewhere, go there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he done it from his house, one of his other offices, did he? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But wherever he was, he didn't realise it was going to be hot. Mm. And he is also behind... The Vidara death ray. This is not the first time he's done this. <laughs> oh, God, on another building. <laughs> Flipping egg. The Vidara is a hotel in Vegas. Right. And it opened the same year as the walkie-talkies started building. Yeah. So they had time to realise there was something wrong and fix it with the second building. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But they just they didn't, didn't, they didn't yeah. make sure that they didn't do the same thing. Did they um, solve it in Vegas then? Sort it's of. It's really hot there, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um. So the Vidara's also concave, so it does the same thing. It does like the mirror-y, magnifying glassy type thing. Yeah. Um. But there is onto a pool deck. Right. And there the temperatures reached up to 160 degrees Celsius. Mental. Which is hot enough to melt plastic bags and disposal cups and stuff like that. Crazy. So was the pool <laughs> boiling? <laughs> like the boiling water? <laughs> well, I don't think it got focused onto the pool. Right. But onto the deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, people got burnt. Um, it actually like singed some guy's hair. Flipping hair. Yeah. Um, no one died though, mm-hmm. so I think it is a bit dramatic to call it the Vidara death row. Yeah. I mean, they could have, I suppose, but they didn't. Yeah. So what they did is they put up umbrellas. <laughs> what kind of umbrellas? For God's sake, when they just melt through them. That was their temporary fix. Um, and they they do now have a permanent fix. They covered all of the glass in like a non-reflective mm. surface. Um, so yeah, they did fix it the first time, but they didn't stop it happening the yeah. next the next yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I suppose there is one other good thing about the walkie-talkie other than what it was being the first one? Ugly. Oh, was there a first one? 
Okay, there is one good thing. (laughs) (laughs) And that is that if you're anywhere inside or like in the Sky Garden or like on top of the walkie-talkie, it's one of the only places in the city of London where you can't see the (laughs) (laughs) walkie-talkie. I was really thinking, oh, what's this going to (laughs) be? That's all the good I've got to say about it. It's so ugly. (laughs) So ugly. (laughs) Yeah, that is all I know about 20 Fenchurch Street, a.k.a. the walkie-talkie, a.k.a. the walkie-scorchy. Or the what? Fry? A fry scraper. A fry scraper. Okay. (laughs) Well, interesting. (laughs) I mean, I I think probably there are people that would like it because... There must be some people that like it somewhere. There must be. <laughs> you know, I mean, the design team must like it, you yeah, know, etc. So. Yeah. But there are some ugly buildings. And unfortunately, when you're sort of milling about up there around the city, it's, there's so many like weird looking things that just look out of place now. But then mm. sometimes you think, well, is it nice that it's all varied and it's not just old school buildings and... You know, I don't know. I mean, a lot of them, because of where they are, though, they they sort of don't fit in with the rest of London, but they fit in with each other. But the walkie-talkie is separate from them. Yeah. So it just looks, from every angle, looks ridiculous. Yeah. It looks like when you're a kid and you build a Lego fortress and you don't quite know how to do something <laughs> and you're trying to build a tower and you end up just using all the same colour bricks and making some <laughs> random big tower in the middle of the, the playset or something. But, I mean, I'm going to say something controversial, maybe, but I don't actually like the shard. For me, the shard. the shard looks unfinished constantly. Mm. The only time I like the shard is, you know, when we went on the Sky Garden at um, St. Paul's? Yeah. And you can see it all there and it was all lit up at night. Mm-hmm. The shard looks nice at night, lit up. In yeah. the day, it looks like you've run out of Meccano halfway through building <laughs> it. <laughs> it doesn't look right to me. I don't I don't know about that. I've never been in the Shard. I've never been up the Shard to see what, what you get from going to it. But I would quite like to. But I don't know. For me, it's not as amazing as, as it was made out to be. See, I'm not sure anyone really rates it for how it looks. What it's just it's it really tall. Um, the £50 million pound flats that you can buy that are inside it. Maybe. Yeah, it is really tall. <laughs> mm. Right. Like I remember when we we were on a school trip, like when it was still being built one mm. time, and like from near the bottom of it, like you, can, you can't really see the top when you look no, up you can't. <laughs> I've tried to take a photo from there. You know what I'm like, always yeah. taking pictures upwards. But yeah, because well, I was working quite a lot around there when it was being built. Mm. And, yeah, I tried the same thing. You have to get quite far away to be able to get the whole thing from quite a low-down position. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure anyone loves the look of it, but it is an impressive structure. Yeah, it is. It is. Right. So, mine's a bit weird because um, it's too hot for me to think of any really good facts. So, mine's number-based, as usual. Okay. But this relies on your memory, and you might associate things with it. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to talk about social media. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not going to hit you with guess how many followers there are or guess how many users there are or mm. anything like that because 
that probably changes every second. But at this precise moment, you need to tell me how old these social medias are. Okay. All right. So I'm going to tell you how old they are. And one of them is the correct one. And two of them are incorrect. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start off with Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't know who uses Facebook still, but apparently people do. And it now owns Instagram and what else? WhatsApp. Yeah. Anyway, Facebook. So Facebook is 17 years old. Okay. Okay. Twitter, the sort of intellectuals uh, social media, <laughs> is um, 16 years old. Right. And Instagram, you know, for all us trendies, um, is 10 years old later in this year. Okay. Which one of them is correct, do you think? So I know that Twitter's not that old. What, 16 years old? It's not 16 years old. No? No, because I want a pub quiz tiebreaker mm-hmm. on what year it was created, and I'm sure it was 2007. Okay, so that's you're ruling out Twitter. I'm ruling out Twitter. Okay. Facebook, 17 years old, or Instagram, 10 years old. Now... What was I up to 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I was still in school. Probably being a nerd. Rude. There's nothing wrong being a nerd. <laughs> you said it with a tone. I'm not saying it with a tone. <laughs> if you do five A levels, you're a nerd, whatever way you look at it. So you were probably being a nerd. I was in school then. I was in sixth form. All right, okay. Oh, yeah. You should, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you were getting GCSE ready. Yeah. Okay. So when I was doing my GCSEs, did Instagram exist? I mean, you're not really, up until quite recently, a user of Instagram at all, are you? So No, but other people were when I was in sixth form, I'm sure. Mm. I think it's a bit newer than 10 years. Okay. So I think Facebook is 17 years old. Okay. You've only gone and got it right. <laughs> You've only gone and got it right. Oh, I'm so annoyed. I was gonna, I was gonna change um, Facebooks and Instagrams. So basically, Facebook is 17 years old. Twitter's 15 years old, so it's only one year out. Mm-hmm. And Instagram's 11 year old, so only one year out. So even oh. though I've done it really close, you still got it right. So, so it's older than I thought. What Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said 10, didn't I? But it's 11. Yeah, I was quite surprised at that myself, actually. I had to double-check that because I thought, I don't I don't think I've had mine that long. But then I think I have had it a really long time, Instagram. Just, I, I don't, I don't remember it being a thing when I was 14. Mm. Well, there you are. Mm. Apparently so. And that's it. So, well done. You got it right. <laughs> I think I kind of got it right. Right. With an extra clue, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. But still not with a clue. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for the architectural delights. <laughs> <laughs> and always look up, folks. Mm. <laughs> uh, if you've enjoyed listening to us waffling about London, you can follow us on Twitter, that T-A-I-K podcast, on Instagram, at that's all I know podcast. Um, follow us, subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.